we got one last arena review for this year, and it was a fun one. We went up to Orono, Maine, and visited Alphond Arena for the first time. We had an absolute blast. Hear everything we had to say about the place right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 87 of High Character. We have the last arena review of this season coming out for you guys. Alphond Arena in Orono, Maine, home of the Maine Black Bears. We had an awesome time over the weekend. Uh, part of that good time was due to UMass sweeping Maine out of the building. But also the uh, the arena is pretty fun. It was very unique. Uh, just a great overall time for watching college hockey there. My name is Cameron, and I am joined by my good friend, Evan. Evan, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Um, I don't know if I'd call this like a highly anticipated review just because like, I mean, nobody's really clamoring for it, but from what we've heard, you know, Alphonse a very, you know, highly touted arena amongst the hockey echelon. So, you know, super, super excited to go up there, you know, and had a great time when we were up there. So, I mean, I definitely will, you know, I'm not trying to spoil too much here, but I have some good things to say about this arena. It's a, it's a pretty enjoyable experience overall. And I'm a, Excited to get into it and uh, talk to both you and the rest of our viewers about uh, my experience there. Yeah, it was extra exciting for us because it was the very last Hockey East Arena that we need to check off our list. So Evan and I have now been to every single Hockey East Arena. Haven't done a review for each of them yet just because we want to make sure we uh, have the most recent uh, experience. I think the only ones we have left are UNH and UMass. After this, we'll make UMass last. So um, very cool to check all of them off and to go out with a bang, getting the sweep up in Maine was was pretty cool. So I guess I'll start with a little bit of history about the place. It opened in 1977, uh, so it's been around for a bit now. It has an, an extremely distinctive angular roof. If you've ever seen pictures, I think I'm going to post uh, an exterior picture to go along with this episode on our social medias. Uh, so you get to check it out there. It is uh, unlike anything I've ever seen for a hockey arena. The shape of it is unlike anything that I've ever been in for a sports arena. So uh, pretty cool there. It's named after Harold Alphond. He's a longtime booster for Maine. So kind of a theme we're seeing with the, the naming of these buildings. Um, it is has an original capacity of 3,800, but it's gone through a couple renovations since then. And it now fits 5,125. Uh, basketball team used to play there from 1992 to 2013. They now split time between uh, an arena on campus and an arena in Bangor, so they don't play at Orono anymore. Uh, and there's been a few events there, some concerts, the Grateful Dead played there, and some other things like that. So um, pretty long-storied arena, um, and it's just one of the classics in all of college hockey when you look at it. Yeah, I mean, just kind of from what I heard right there, because I always hear these ones for the first time. You never really run these ones by me before the episode. Um, I mean, kind of hard to top Matthews in terms of history, you know what I mean? Just with the recency bias in my head right now. But yeah, I mean, Alphon kind of has its own little, you know, unique history up there in Maine. I mean, I feel like the the thing with Maine is that, you know, kind of outside that Bangor area, I mean, up in the middle of Maine, there's really not a whole lot there, you know what I mean? So you know, that, that whole, you know, Bangor or no area is going to kind of be the the big hub, you know, just that kind of general area. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on around there. So definitely wasn't, wasn't really prepared to hear all that. You know what I mean? It just kind of, when I think of Maine and just kind of that, that overall area, 
might be a bit of a stereotype, but I kind of just think of, you know, just straight up woods, you know what I mean? Like just a lot of nature, you know, it's kind of the, the prevailing theme every time I think about that. But obviously like we're going to get into, there's, there's a pretty decent amount of history, but man, that atmosphere in there is pretty wild too. You know what I mean? So a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. And we'll, we'll touch on the, uh, the area a little bit in the neighborhood access category. Let's start with the atmosphere slash fans. This category is out of 10. And we've heard a lot about this building before we went there about how crazy it can get, even when Maine isn't fielding quite a, quite a good team. The fans know how to get rowdy. A lot of people say there's nothing else to do up in Orono. So you, uh, that's why the hockey games were so crazy. Um, and that's what we expected coming in. And that's what we got. The place is rowdy. Uh, it's a very similar setup to Matthews Arena, how the student section is right over the top of the ice. Balconies uh, right over the, the visiting goal there. So they get really loud. They have a lot of awesome traditions. Uh, I remember sitting right before puck drop um, when the players were skating out onto the ice thinking I've never um, been in a louder uh, college hockey arena than I have at Alphon. It was just that loud. Fans are really passionate, just really nothing at all to complain about in this category. Place is wild. Simple as that. I mean, student section is by far the best I've ever seen. They have their own little, you know, kind of culture and traditions and the way that they do things that is seemingly very deeply ingrained. Like they have some really good, like student leaders that kind of get everybody on the same page. They're very loud, very proud as they should be. Even the casual fans, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really think I saw many, you know, quote unquote, casual fans. When I say casual, I just mean non-students, you know, just like regular fans. And they knew their stuff too. You know what I mean? Like everybody around every goal, they would get up and start cheering the hell out of their team. You know, they were very engaged fans, had a couple of conversations with some people, you know, over both of the games and, you know, they, they were very polite, you know what I mean? Like they were really just, you know, you could tell very nice, passionate hockey fans. So, you know, a little bit of banter back and forth as did, you know, as to be expected, but yeah, their fans were absolutely amazing. And the atmosphere was top notch. I genuinely could not think of a single downside in this category. Yeah, we experienced no problematic fans. We were just kind of in awe of every everything about this place uh, and its atmosphere while we were watching the game. And you and I left the arena, and we just started thinking, how can we, how can we possibly help UMass to get to this level of like student dedication and traditions and stuff like that? It's like pretty inspiring, honestly. It's how college hockey should be. Um, and based on that. Both of us agree. This is a the first 10 out of 10 for the both of us in terms of atmosphere slash fans. I haven't seen anything quite close to this in all my time watching college hockey. Yeah, I think the only time we've ever given straight 10 out of 10s for a category was a Gannis for the uh, the neighborhood and access category. So, I mean, we had nothing but, bad, you know, but great things to say about that as well. So it's not like we're really throwing out 10 out of 10s lightly. You know what I mean? This is kind of a rare occasion. But in terms of Alphond, it was completely and utterly deserved I mean they were absolutely amazing so you know if if we could kind of get like a template on like how a college you know hockey atmosphere should be look no farther than than Alphond you know what I mean like they just absolutely killed it so hoping that we can kind of you know get that sort of same culture and attitude you know toward towards UMass honestly because you know, I'm not trying to turn this into like a, like a UMass slander thing, but I think we do need to step it up in that category. And mm-hmm. Alphond is an absolutely amazing basis to kind of go off of for basically every other college hockey arena in hockey. East. Yeah. And keep in mind, these are two games that the road team won and Maine is a, a 500 club at the end of the day. So there's the potential for even more. And we still think it's a perfect 10 out of 10. So um, I think that speaks volumes about this arena and I think we'd be hard pressed to find another arena with this good of an atmosphere, really. 
100%. 10 out of 10 is completely deserved here. Yes. All right. The next category we have is neighborhood slash access. So basically how good is the area that the arena's in? Uh, how easy is it to get to and park and stuff like that? Um, you mentioned earlier, Orono's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, not really much around it. It takes obviously from the Boston area, it takes quite a while to get there. Um, the longest of any, um, any hockey East town. Um, and I think that is definitely a drawback a little bit. I do think it's kind of cool going up there where um, there's not much to do except for the hockey. Like that's the, that's the draw. I think that uh, is a, is a cool thing in its own way. The parking situation, parking is free, which is good. Uh, but it is an absolute nightmare to park for free. Um, we got there in the lot. We got there just as the gates were opening, I'd say an hour before the game and the main lot was f- completely full. We had to drive around for quite a bit, um, almost getting a couple accidents in the parking lot from people not looking. Uh, we had to park a, a good walk away from the arena. So um, the parking can be a little bit of a nightmare. Uh, I, this definitely isn't a category where Alphon thrives compared to others. Yeah, I don't want to turn this into like a, you know, people from Maine don't know how to park, but I noticed like in the main parking lot, like, the amount of trucks that were taking up two spots simultaneously made me almost pop a couple blood vessels. Like it was, <laughs> and I, I was a passenger. I was sitting in the back of the car and you were the one trying to park. And mm-hmm. I was getting angry on your behalf, trying to navigate the stuff. Like it was genuinely insane. So, I mean, the parking situation was absolutely wild. I mean, having to walk a solid, you know, what, seven minutes just to get to the actual arena from where we parked was. We were walking fast too. So. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a tough look. I mean, ice was everywhere. Granted, you're in the middle of Maine. That's to be expected. But you almost cracked your head a couple times on some black <laughs> ice, which wasn't yeah. a very, very solid look either. But yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't the best. Um, Kind of gives me, you know, like UConn vibes just with the, with the amount of, you know, time that it took to actually get to the arena. And I guess the parking situation was a bit better, even though you had to pay like 15 bucks. So, I mean you know, Maine has the, uh, has the good part, you know, in the fact that it's free, but sometimes it's, you know, you realize that it's free for a reason. Cause it's kind of crappy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get what you pay for. So a bit unfortunate there, but again, like we've been talking about, once you're actually inside the arena, once you get through the hell from the outside of the arena, the inside is an absolute gold mine of really, really great hockey. So you just got to get through some of the, some of the outside ruggedness to finally enjoy the, the fruits of, inside the arena yeah it's it's not a total loss like you said it's free i do i do like that the town really centers itself around the hockey team we went into a bar before the first game and there's a a main hockey jersey hanging up so they take some pride in their black bears hockey team regardless of how they're doing so i do like that aspect but um one other thing that could add to this category it's it's the only hockey east arena that's close to a national park acadia is about an hour away so um in terms of neighborhood i guess it's not right in the neighborhood but um i i guess i i I considered that when it came to this uh and based on everything we said i gave it a four out of ten evan gave it a five out of ten so clearly not great it has its flaws but definitely not the worst in terms of neighborhood and access yeah i think just kind of my my last touching remarks is just we really didn't explore the town of orono too much you know what i mean so we really couldn't get the best grasp you know of all time just kind of in the surrounding area but I mean, the things that kind of knock it for me were just also the massive distance away from literally every other arena. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a tough look trying to get out there. Like from the Boston area where we're at, it was what three and a half hours one way. That was driving quick with good weather. So it could be a lot worse. Yeah. Like Saturday was basically a straight up blizzard. So that kind of, you know, we really couldn't get around and explore too much, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, it's not a bad area by any means, but just, you know, 
I, I'm trying my best to like compare it to Vermont because that's kind of the only other northern, you know, road trip that we've taken so far. And, you know, we gave Vermont's neighborhood and access a 9.5 for each of us. You know what I mean? That's just because the town itself was top notch. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I feel like Orono, you really can't say the same. So that's what's kind of knocking it down a bit. But yeah, the neighborhood and access is kind of the, the low point. So now that we're kind of getting that out of the way, we can start talking more about the positives once again with these yeah. next categories, which is obviously a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Next one we talk about is concessions, which is out of 10 points as well. Um, this, I think, was a, another good spot for this. There weren't too many concession stands, just a couple kind of sprinkled around. But the ones that were there, I thought the prices were very reasonable. Um, they had some cool, unique items that I've never seen at college hockey games before. They had whoopie pies, which were pretty cool. They had uh, garlic breadsticks, which was cool. Um, you got some tendies and fries, which looked pretty bomb. Price wasn't too bad. So um, all in all, I think this is a definitely a net positive for, for this arena. Yeah, I'd say it was definitely one of the brighter spots. I mean, the, the, the chicken tenders and the fries, admittedly, like the fries were mid-grade. You know what I mean? They were your standard run-of-the-mill, just stadium fries. They were perfectly fine. Tenders were actually quite decent um no complaints there and then the whoopie pies that was one of the unique items it's like a for those you know for the uninitiated basically like imagine like you ever have like an oreo cakester i guess is like the best way to describe it like these two little soft like cake looking things and there's just whipped cream in the middle you really can't go wrong with one of those it was like three bucks for you know a pretty big size one so not a bad little dessert option i mean the prices seemed pretty reasonable i think my tenders and fries plus the plus the soda that i got was like 13 bucks for stadium prices nowadays, it's really not that bad in the grand scheme of things. So you really can't complain too badly. And it was decent quality. You had a bunch of condiments to choose from. They had like literally every sauce you could think of, honey, mustard, barbecue, ranch, ketchup. Like they had the whole gamut of sauces as well. So they came prepared. Plus there was that other, the other like little hidden concession stand behind mm-hmm. one of the, uh, one of the, I guess, bleachers you'd call it. Yeah, the, the far side bleachers yeah. there. They had um like, I think pizzas. They had like pretzels, like little garlic breadsticks. And I saw one of the pizzas. I think you get like your own little personal pizza. It was like four bucks. I'm like, whoa, like that's actually not a bad price whatsoever. So yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, I wasn't really expecting too much because it's not like they're out here saying that their number one camp is dining or anything like that. You know what right. I mean? Like they're not really out here saying, come come to Alphon for the concessions. Like it's not really a thing that you're expecting, but it ended up being pretty damn decent. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I'd say the prices were average to good. Uh, for most of the items, the only knock um, doesn't take that much away from me personally, but I know it would for a lot of fans. They don't sell alcohol at this arena, yeah, which is becoming kind of rare for arenas these days. Uh, but definitely for the average fan coming through, that would definitely be the biggest knock in this category. Yeah, because that was kind of that was the other thing with Matthews as well that I didn't even touch upon, I think, in the episode. But now we're rocking two out of two, you know, two, just two in a row now mm-hmm. for for no alcohol. And it kind of sucked for me because we were pre-gaming before the game. And I was like, yeah, I'll keep the buzz going. Let me go get a beer. And I'm looking around the whole place. And I'm like, where the hell is the beer? <laughs> like, what's going on here? So a little unfortunate. But I mean, at this point, I feel like the atmosphere is just so good. Like with all the fans screaming in there anyway, that's going to sober you right up anyway. So I mean, what's what's the freaking point? You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely not the biggest knock in the world, just considering everything else that the arena has to offer. Yeah. And, and based on all that, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Evan gave it a 7 out of 10. So uh, compared to all the other ones that we've reviewed, pretty pretty respectable scores there, one of the, on the higher end of things. Certainly. 
All right. Next category is bang for your buck at a five points. Basically um, is, is the value you're getting out of the price you paid worth it. And in this one, I, I thought pretty highly of it. I mean, our tickets, we paid, uh, we went to both games and we paid a total of $18 or yeah, $18 per game after fees. So pretty good price. There's a bunch of different price levels. Um, we were in the, the cheapest one, but do you get basically the same views as you'd get for the more expensive ones, just going a, an extra row or two higher there? Um, we were in bleacher type seating, which was a little curved. It wasn't just a straight up bench. And then there's also the regular seat backs. Um, seems like there's not too many bad seats. I mean, there's there's a couple that are behind poles if you go to the to the ends um, by the goals, but not too many bad ones. Uh, really great deal, I think, for the quality of a college hockey game that you're seeing. Yeah, that's kind of the key. I mean, you're, you're seeing basically one of the premier kind of, you know, historical type, you know, arenas just in the sense of like, it's it's really unique. You know what I mean? Like just the shape of the building is really cool. Again, the student section's massive. You were talking about sitting in kind of like these bleacher type seats. I mean, one of the persons sitting behind me in the second game was basically having their knee digging into my back the whole game. So I actually had a, a little seat back, which was pretty cool. You know, <laughs> definitely a lot more comfortable. But on, on, you know, on a more realistic, serious note, I mean, the seats themselves actually were not too bad. I mean, the the views that you got were impeccable. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're able to kind of see over most people pretty well. So you know, it was pleasantly angled, you know, you could definitely see everything. It's not like a Schneider where it's like, you just straight up cannot see anything because there's people walking in your way the whole time. You know, you definitely got a pretty clear sight line. So yeah, I thought bang for your buck was pretty darn good. If you're paying 18 bucks for, you know, a really, really, really good atmosphere, plus some really good hockey and just really good seats overall. Yeah. And if you're paying 18 bucks to go, go see that a game in that atmosphere, you're not paying for parking and your concessions are pretty cheap. That's a, it's a pretty cheap, nice night out, fun night out. Um, based on everything there, I gave it a 4.5 out of five. Evan gave it a four out of five. So definitely on the better end of arenas again for uh bang for your buck. The only thing I will mention before we move on gas prices, <laughs> We're gonna, if, if you're going to be out here driving three and a half True. hours just to get up there, you got to factor that in a little bit. It kind of depends on where you live, obviously. You know, if you're if you're a main fan listening to this, give yourself a pat on the back because your arena is really cool. But and you also don't have to pay for a lot of gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's not bad. But obviously, if you're like a Yukon fan and you're trying to watch, you know, Yukon versus Maine, you know, you're driving five, maybe five, five and a half hours one way. Mm. It's a tough trip. You might even be better off just flying at that point. I don't even know if you could fly, but you know, whatever. It's it's a little tough to get to. And you know, you might have to factor in your transportation costs as well. But purely from an arena ticket price standpoint, very top notch. Yeah. Yeah. Good points there. All right. Last category we have is extras and this is out of five points, basically anything that doesn't really fit into those categories that adds to your experience. And I, I really thought this was a good category for Alphon. It's so, so unique compared to other hockey East arenas, just in the shape alone, you walk in there and you're like, how is this a hockey arena with how it's set up? Um, but it's really cool. They had the best, team store that I've ever seen in a college hockey arena. Um, it takes up like one whole side of the ice behind the, the bleachers there um, with a nice kind of like hall of fame type thing on the inside of the store. So um, everything's really, really themed to Maine. I mean, the seats are all blue Maine logos everywhere. Maine's history everywhere and totally unique. Um, I guess my only knock, um, which isn't really a knock because I don't care that much is the the scoreboard. It's clearly very dated compared to other arenas. That doesn't really take away anything from me. I thought um, just everything about this arena was so unique and so like cool, all the branding of it. 
Yeah, genuinely, I mean, you basically just perfectly summarized what I feel. I mean, the the team store, nuts. Like, the, it was very well-branded. You can clearly tell this is Maine's building. Like, mm-hmm. it's posted everywhere. It's not like this is some AHL arena that they're leasing out. Like, you know where you're at right from the get-go. Very cool stuff. Um, and, yeah, I fully agree on the whole kind of, like, small scoreboard type thing. That's literally the only knock that I have on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I care about it maybe a little bit more than you just because – I found it a bit hard to read some of the scoreboards sometimes. Like if I'm trying to read shots on goal, like the little lights that are individually kind of lighted up to make a number or something like that, they can get blurry at times. I'd like to think that I have decent, you know, eyesight. And, you know, for me, it was just a little tough to read sometimes. And the sound system was genuinely terrible. Like, <laughs> like when they were trying to play music, I, it, it just sounded like you were underwater the whole time. I mean, kind of a, kind of a light roast at that point, but I just think it detracted a little bit just from like the overall presentation, not necessarily the atmosphere, but just the overall kind of, you know, sound audio type thing. And just a little bit lacking in that department, but yeah, overall, I still totally love all the extra stuff that just kind of made this place really, really unique to me. Yeah. I mean, it's like you mentioned a couple of things. It's still like just kind of, kind of reaching for some stuff. It's not a big deal. It seems like at all Um, based on that. I I gave it a five out of five for extras. I loved it. Evan gave it a four out of five. So still really good there. Extremely respectable. Love this place overall. Yeah, for sure. And and that takes us to the end here. Uh, You might guess by the the scores that we've been given, this one's going to be pretty high out of 40 points. I gave it a 31.5 and Evan gave it a 30 out of five. So um this place is second in terms of hockey east arenas for the both of us the only one that was higher was a Gannis arena only uh 1.5 points less for me and one point less for evan so uh very very nice arena we had an awesome time overall yeah it was a blast i mean both of the times that we've gone up on like a northern type of road trip like this really enjoyed both arenas obviously gutterson didn't get as high of a score but it, that that one kind of had its own reasons for you know giving kind of weird scores like no concessions to really speak of so we're gonna have to probably re-review that one at some yes. point just under better circumstances but yeah this one absolutely blew us away you know what I mean like a lot of people were hyping it up and quite frankly I was expecting to be kind of disappointed because I didn't really I didn't really get the hype you know what I mean like I didn't really want to spoil myself too much I was thinking like all right I'll look at like one or two google images I'll get a brief idea of what to expect and then I'll see it for myself and Looking at the images online, I was like, yeah, it looks kind of cool, I guess. But images don't do this place justice. You got to be there. You got to experience it for yourself because it's truly special. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. when that place was sold out for the second game and just everybody was really into it, it was just a thing of beauty. So I really, really enjoyed myself. And I thought that, you know, I'm really hoping that this sort of culture can kind of continue and permeate kind of to the rest of Hockey East because they're, they're, uh, the crown jewel of hockey is when it comes to passionate fans. And I'm really hoping that other teams can take note and really kind of learn from that sort of student section, because it's really, really awesome to see when it's in effect. Yeah. Over the course of the off season, Evan and I are going to try to brainstorm ourselves, how we can even begin to help UMass get to this level, because we were really in awe of everything that that student section was in that atmosphere. Uh, Definitely, definitely something to look up to right there. And I think uh, you take the neighborhood and access section out of this. I think it's the best barn in Hockey East, bar none. Like just building wise and like the atmosphere there, it, it's incredible. I uh, I love my time up there and definitely couldn't suggest it more to, to people to make that trip for the first time. I'm 
next time UMass is there in a couple of years, I'm definitely going to be making the trip again. Yeah, I'd say my closing thoughts on this is if I had a teleportation device where I could just go wherever the hell I wanted to, and if I could transport UMass fans clothing onto the main fans so it could be like them cheering on UMass, it genuinely would be a 40 out of 40. <laughs> like this, this place would be nuts. You know what I mean? Like if it's just, it's a shame that it's so far away. You know what I mean? I guess having constant access to some of the best things kind of makes it lose its value a little bit. So maybe it is a good thing that, you know, you can only go up there maybe once every you know year or two, just because, you know, in limited doses, it's just going to feel that much more special, but yeah, it's an absolutely nuts place and I could not recommend it anymore to other people. It's something that you got to see at least once for yourself. Absolutely. And, and one thing we haven't touched on yet, um, we were some of the only UMass fans in the entire building. <gasps> I've never seen fewer UMass fans at an away game in my life. So uh, we were definitely public enemy number one and that just yeah. made it feel so much better getting the two wins when we did. But um, it seems like a it seems like a crowd that truly doesn't expect to have much opposition whatsoever they, they kind of keep to themselves up there yeah that was the only weird part I mean well I think I kind of mentioned it in the in the the series recap a little bit like I don't think I was being all that obnoxious you know what I mean I, like you yeah. know we'd score I would say let's go Cal or you know whoever was scoring the goal let's go Scotty woo you know I would just be cheering on the team feeling good after a nice goal hey I'm with you with for, I'm team. with you for every game and that you weren't nearly as obnoxious as you normally are I was gonna say I've been a lot worse I know that for a fact so I mean you know I kind of I was able to read the room a little bit and I noticed that I was severely outnumbered so I figured I tried reeled in a little bit and even then there were a couple of stares you know like from maybe from the older crowd I don't know if I was hurting their eardrums or something like that (laughs) but you know I could tell clearly that they were not appreciative you know because you know I don't know it's 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 a tough look I guess when you're severely outnumbered you know on on senior night for the for the home team there and you're actively disrespecting the other team like that, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, there was never any sort of, you know, crazy rudeness, you know, just a couple stairs saying, get a load of this guy over here. I, I do the exact same thing at Mullins. You know what I mean? I've already mm-hmm. been seen to, to do that before. I think it was toward a BC fan at some point a couple of weeks ago when they were playing at UMass, you know, somebody behind me was like, let's go BC, let's go cutter. And I'm like, shut up lady. Like I get it. You know what I mean? Fair yeah. enough. But yeah, they definitely were not, you know, volatile or anything like that. They weren't actively causing a scene, which I can respect. Yeah, just know if you go up there, you're going to be outnumbered for sure if you're a visiting 100%. fan. 100%. To, to the extent that we haven't seen before in an away game. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Uh, it's not a problem. Nobody there is hostile from what we saw. They all it's mean not, pretty it, well. It's not going to be looking like the New Hampshire Regional when we were playing in the uh, in the 2019 uh, Regionals. You know what I mean? Like, it's yep. not going to be 95% UMass fans. So definitely a, a time and a place for a lot of fan bases. And that's kind of one that UMass kind of seems to stray away from as the main series, which is, it's unfortunate because I feel like with a little bit more just kind of UMass groupings up there, you know what I mean? I think we could get a nice little contingency and we wouldn't feel as outnumbered so we can be yeah. more obnoxious and, you know, really, really fun to be around at that point. Yeah. And it's definitely going to be a, a more hostile environment towards UMass fans this Wednesday at BC. <sighs> Um, for the playoff game, that'll be our next episode, the preview for that game. We are super excited for the hockey's playoffs to start. So make sure make sure you tune into that. Um, thank you guys for listening to the arena reviews all season long. I think uh, I think we reviewed eight new arenas this year. So 
pretty cool stuff. Hoping to do some more. Um, obviously, we have UNH and, and UMass coming up, but we'll review any new hockey arena that we go to in 2023 and 24. So be on the lookout for those. And like I said, be on the lookout for our preview episode for BC. It's going to be a big one. We're going to be excited. So um, again, thank you guys for listening. Go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody. I can't wait to get some more of these out to you guys next season when we see some new arenas. 